Hello there and welcome to the Ask Time Film Podcast, where we talk film, TV, games and all that jazz that there's no tomorrow. This week we're talking about Fantastic Beasts, The Crimes of Grindelwald. My name is Tom and as always I'm joined with my co-host John. Hi. <laughs> oh, the pain. I'm, we've only done the first one, but I'm already yeah. so tired of this franchise. <laughs> Having done the second one, I'm just like, oh God, there's, there's How- three more. There's three more coming. How is this worse than like watching like you know the Fast and Furious? You know the first two because <laughs> they were at least funny. This isn't this. I don't. I don't garner much enjoyment out of this. I did not enjoy this at all. This was just horrendous. <laughs> this was just like you haven't watched this for a while. You thought, oh, that's that's a good film, and you haven't watched it for five years. There's a lot of things <laughs> I forgot. There's so much wasted potential in this film with the actors and oh. Th- the editing, right, we'll get into it now, we'll get into it now, before <laughs> I, I went about it. Well, first of all, spoilers ahead, so if you haven't seen it, I wouldn't necessarily recommend <laughs> it, but if you're intending to watch it, you might as well watch it before. I was always a bit, I loved this film when it came out, this, like, I ascended in the cinema, I, I loved this. it yeah. so much, and you... everyone else didn't, <laughs> and I've defended this for so long, and only now, only last night when I revisited this film, I was like, oh... It's not good. Oh um, no! I remember you liking this film. I was like, eh, it's, it's it's all right. It's it's decent. It's it's good. It's a like, masterpiece. Oh yeah, I remember you saying that. And then you were talking about like the best bits with the only character that shows up for two scenes: the immortal alchemist, Nicholas um, Flamel. Hell yeah. yeah. I mean, he's basically fan service. Like, it's funny that he's, he talks about being immortal and that's just because he's fan service. It's, yeah, no. I, uh, I definitely, uh, so as you know from the last video on, on, on Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find <laughs> Them, I was quite positive about that film. It's not perfect, but I think it's so much better than this one. And pretty much most of the things that were good about that film just not here i want to talk about last last time i made a joke about that film basically being fantastic beige and where to find them well this film <laughs> is fantastic beast the crimes of gradlewald this film is so gray and i just like david yates i, I don't get it he directed like really really well out of order of phoenix wait pretty well out of the other three but just wait really yeah, yeah um, he directed those three. Oh. The final four Harry Potter films are all him. And then obviously the what Fantasy the Beast films. And I just think there's no visual style in this. There's like a couple of shots which are quite cool, but it's so, everything feels so artificial and shot on a green screen. It's 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 painful. It is painful. Like when Queenie's on that elevator. Oh, oh, oh yeah. Yeah, no. Uh, I, I like, just feel like the CGI just like seething through its broken green screen and it's just like oh okay this is the film and the editing is just horrendous in this it's just like you're trying to watch a film but there's one guy in cinema just like being really loud at something like you're just trying to watch the film but then once you're trying to trust the guy like i'm trying to watch the film you miss like 500 (laughs) minutes of the film and it's like oh Oh, okay. We're, we're here now. And God, it's just so inconsistent. Yeah, the, yeah. It doesn't show anyone get anywhere. So there's a moment when Newt, Jacob, and Tina are just escaped from the little prison that they're in. And then they hear the Zawu making a ruckus oh, outside. Oh, yeah. And we don't. And then it cuts to them there. It doesn't show them leaving. It just, they're just there. 
And it's that later on, when we get the whole scene in the graveyard, in the tomb, should I say, when they go into Grindelwald's rally, Jacob's just there. It doesn't show, like, people just appear places. And the editing misses really important chunks of continuity. And it's, oh, it's just, it's it's redonkulous. This this was just me last night. I was just, like, watching, I was like, okay, but, but how? How do we... But I do remember this bit, and there were some bits that were so jarring and useless. There was one bit that was a bit useless, was, you know, showing the whole past in Hogwarts, yeah, you know, like, oh, it's only a fear and everything. That's a good bit, but it was just so out of place with everything, and, like, the continuity with Newt and Jacob trying to find Queenie or Credence. It's a bit weird with that motivation. There's so much going on. And the narrative just jumps around so much. Like we're in Paris and then it just jumps across to Hogwarts with this really kind of like nostalgic, they play Hedwig's theme. They show Hogwarts Uh, with this sweeping shot and they're like, hey, everyone, look, it's Hogwarts. You like Hogwarts, right? And yes. It's Albus Dumbledore. Yeah, woo! Like, four years ago when I watched this, I loved that scene, but now I just feel nothing. But I have to say, though, I think Jude Law as Albus Dumbledore, yeah. great performance. He has that twinkle in his eye. He embodies the best parts of both Dumbledores, and, uh, yeah, he, he he fits right in. And yeah, whenever he is on screen, the film is at its best. Yeah, that's only the best bit I found is just Dumbledore, and that's it. Just like helping you trying to defeat Grindelwald or trying to stop Credence. I don't know what was the motivation there. He can't he can't move against Grindelwald because they made a blood pact. Yeah. Which means they that they pact. yeah, they can't fight each other or whatever. There was another annoying bit without the, you know, the blood pact. You know, later on I'll talk about that. That that one was really annoying. Oh, I know. I know what it is. Is it the fact that the Niffler survived? Yes, and how, got the blood pact. How? I'm sorry. I, it literally sh- it shows it's the, the Niffler. Lazy, go- it's, the, it's the most laziest thing that you can think of. Like, oh yeah, the Niffler. We can we can use him, you know, to steal the blood pact. Like, no, that's the worst thing you can do. I'm sorry that there could be like a really cool battle, like you know, trying to fight Grindelwald, uh, and then you uh, the the blood pact could go you know, flying in the air somewhere, and that would be really good. But no, the Niffler <laughs> takes. I want to point out at the end, I might be wrong about this, but I'm pretty sure that the fire that Grindelwald summons is called Fiend Fire, which in the books, might I add, and also in the Harry Potter films, in the films, it destroys the whole of the Room of Requirement. And in the books, it's one of the only things that can destroy a Horcrux. And the Niffler survived. What? How does a Niffler, a Horcrux, something that you can only destroy with basilisk venom or fiend fire, and you're telling me a Niffler is that? It it comes out basically unscathed. It still has most of its fur. It's it's limping a little bit. Like what? What? Tom J.K. Rowling loves the Niffler. I mean, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my god. I mean, we've got. I, I just don't got... get it. Okay, so this whole thing is about you know fantastic beasts. Yeah, okay, that's cool with the the Zawu and with the other beasts, but it just takes away one of the most like darkest bits of the films. You know, like there's gonna be another war, and it's like takes away like a lot of things. 
from that and it's so underwhelming with Grindelwald. I mean, at the beginning, it's kind of cool. What they <laughs> the did. beginning, the beginning chase sequence is just it's so weird. <laughs> Like, it's so we've weird. Got, we're taking this minor, like extremely minor character from Fantastic Beasts, the first one, and then like they can like shapeshift, and we've got this really, really awkwardly shot. Like the chase sequence, in essence, the idea of it is cool, but it's shot so badly. It's all horrific CGI. The editing is all over the place. The only good thing, now this is across the whole film, the score is so good. Like, still, the score is. is amazing, and I don't is, really like, know why. Yeah, and the score, I don't know why this was a bit... Oh, Tina, your, your eyes are like... Salamanders. <gasps> Salamanders. Oh <my> <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. No, yeah, I agree. But the piano. I, yeah, The, the so piano, that, that is really cool. That, like, how, you know... Yeah, beautiful. But the worst dialogue, there's so many, there's so many bad dialogues in this film. Okay, there's another bit where Johnny Depp's character, Grindelwald, just like leaves the tomb and just goes, I hate Paris. <laughs> that, was, that was so random. It was like, okay, so we've just had this horrible, really traumatic scene where Queenie has left, Credence left, Lita has just died and the heroes are left broken. And we just get this really odd bit of, of comedy where Grindelwald just goes, I hate Paris. It's like, what? <laughs> it's honestly, the, the comedy in this film is so bad. Like, it is and so bad. We've, we've genuinely got some good, like, Jacob is funny in the first one. Here, there's one bit where he actually made me laugh. And it wasn't like, it's just, oh, like, wait, just the, the... wait, 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 was it the bit? The stick figure. Yeah, he opens the door and then Jacob's like laughing so hard about it. Like, ah, he opened the door. That just made me laugh. And that was it. Just, just him what? just laughing that, that stick you, figure. What, what are you? Oh, oh yeah. The, the picket. No. Oh yeah. The laughing. Picket. No, I mean, when, you know, when they pull the parasite out from Yusuf's eye. Yeah. And... They, and, and and they have it like they have like this kind of like tentacle thing in the tweezers and newt's like hold this jacob jacob holds it he just goes calamari <laughs> like what 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 just this random bit where he just goes calamari it's just calamari so it's so um, odd okay another odd thing throughout the film was queenie this is really weird because five years ago i thought wow this is really dramatic for queenie like i didn't understand the bit was going on with queenie but now standing here i realized what the heck is wrong with this whole character arc with queenie <laughs> so throughout the film like at the beginning it's it's so bizarre like she's like oh jacob's in love with me he's like um you know doing some uh, we're getting married. Yeah, we're getting married. <laughs> Woo! Then, and then this like this messed up bit. It's messed up. Like she she's controlling Jacob. Like, hey darling, we're gonna we're gonna get married. No, sweetheart, we're gonna get married. And then it's like, no, you're calling me crazy. Don't follow me. Oh my ah! god. Oh my god. She leaves. She leaves because he calls her crazy. That's it. Are you kidding me? I it, mean, like, so come on. Stupid. Come on. It's so stupid. And then. Right, the worst Who's, bit, wait, you know who the is offended by that? Sir, people call me crazy. I do not care. Who gets offended at being called crazy? Seriously. Come on. Okay. There's another <laughs> bit that I found really weird with Queenie. You know, like, okay, another stupid bit. Like, oh, no, he called me crazy. And then he goes, she goes to Paris. And then she finds Jacob again. And there's this 
bizarre. I'm going to keep saying bizarre. There's another bizarre bit where she just runs through the entire city and then she finds Jacob in Paris somehow, just walking around. And then yeah. she runs. Paris is a very one. small city, actually. And then she loses Jacob and then she gets in a breakdown just like no that's so random yeah the whole I just don't understand why they brought back Queenie and Jacob at all it's so oh it's just really but they just show up out of the blue and then like immediately he's like oh I've got I've got my general I've got my memories back it's like great okay sure like all all the dramatic tension from the beautiful ending of the first film gone just like that Ruined. yeah it, it makes sense Snap. but still it's not good like it just doesn't oh just the whole thing is just madness they really uh, don't need to be here and and queenie's whole arc is like when grindelwald comes into the place and she points her wand at him why wouldn't you just kill stun him. him or kill him yeah. or just leave yeah. i wouldn't listen to him for a single second <laughs> uh, me bro i'm uh, i could take my influence over like oh yeah, I kind of you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. But, okay, the weird motivation for this was like, I can't find love anymore. And then <laughs> Gundervall was like, hey, how about you love freely? You can love really freely right now. And then, you know, do some, you know, follow me and everything. And like, okay. And that's it. <laughs> Yeah, as if Grindelwald doesn't want to kill all the Muggles. He literally makes a oh speech my where he's God. like, the I Muggles are going to make war, we're going to kill him. I was laughing about that. Like, you know, like, oh, we're not going to kill all the Muggles. Not all. We're not, we're not going to do that. And he finds a child in, in the room. Oh, my God. Oh. And then he just kills him. He just they kills killed, the child. They killed two children in this film. Two. What two. is going on? Oh, my God. I, I just remember another bit that just was so random right so you know when credence a very underwhelming character throughout the film oh yeah uh, he does nothing um, he spends the whole time like who who am i who 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 am, who, who am i who am i oh, who? <laughs> just like where's my mother <laughs> and then oh my god they find this maid yeah i guess so she's like yeah she, she was a maid yeah oh you you little boy <laughs> You, 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 are a beautiful man. It's like okay, you're okay. a beautiful baby. And then you're she a beautiful dies. Man. Yeah. Oh, that weird bounty hunter character who yeah. literally. Okay, so at the beginning of the film, Newt like goes to the Ministry of Magic, and he comes and he's like, "Hello," and Newt's like, "Oh, I hate this guy." And then he pops up again, attacks Credence, speaks Grunewald, and that's it. We don't get anything about who he is. Like he, he has those three scenes and then that is it. Why is he even there? This film has so much going on. It needs at least half of the plot lines it to be goes removed. Nowhere. It goes yeah. nowhere. I, I'm telling you, this film goes nowhere. It's it's all film. set up. It's all set up. I mean, like we just like even at the end, the ending is just set up for the next one. Like, hey, hey, Credence, you're actually Dumbledore. Okay, see you in the third one. It's just like. Ah, what is... Oh, my God. But I have to say, I am genuinely kind of intrigued about the third film 
because the best scenes in this film are the scenes with Dumbledore and a couple of the scenes of Grindelwald. Like, whenever the film is being dark and exploring, like, the relationship between these two people, that is the best part of the film. And the idea that we're going to get to see them, even though it's not Johnny Depp, it'll be Mads Mikkelsen, to get to see them interact, that is intriguing to me because I think the Dumbledore scenes in this were really good. I agree, yeah. There were some bits that... They were really good, you know, talking about his past and, you know, with Grindelwald and that mirror, you know, that mirror, you know, like it looks through and yes. about their past and everything. The mirror, the mirror of Erised. Yeah, the mirror of Erised. There we go. I keep forgetting a lot of stuff about Harry Potter. <laughs> about, like, That's okay. Yeah. That's why I'm here. That's why I'm here. But no, hey, that was... Right. Yeah, Harry Potter nerd. Nerd. Anyway. Uh... Wow. All right. Okay. Wow. I, I'm, I see I'm, how it I'm is. Kidding. I'm kidding. The I'm kidding. Judgment. I'm kidding. But no, I think that the, the 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 scene in the mirror of Erised is one of the best scenes of the film because you know it really, without any words, it shows you exactly you know the relationship. Well, not exactly. You know, canonically, their relationship is much more intimate. And I don't know if the films will actually go into the, the queerness of it, but whether it does or not, I think that scene is really good at displaying what is it like. And and there is a specific trailer for Secrets of Dumbledore, where Dumbledore and Grindelwald are talking at a cafe. And oh my God, it's like heat. It looks great. Like genuinely, it could be really cool if done right. And I'm not saying that Fantasy Beast 3 is going to be like heat because that would be... It's not going to be like heat, Tom. I'm not going to be as good as heat. I'm really sorry. That's not Wait, possible. Wait, have you seen heat? I have seen Heat. Yeah, you recommended oh. it to me. So I watched it, yeah. What do you think? Yeah, it's good. It's very good. Yeah, very good, very good. It's a masterpiece, and... baby. Yeah, if the film does that, I mean, that'd be good. But no, it's not going to be like that because it's it's the wizarding world, Tom. <laughs> It'll spell bound you. We've still, got th- we've got, still got three more of these. God damn it. Can we talk about how wasted Zoe Kravitz is as Lita Oh my Lestrange? God, right. When I was watching this last night, I was like, oh, I wonder what the cast is like. And then Zoe Kravitz comes, comes out. I was like, holy crap, it's Zoe Kravitz. <laughs> Oh yeah, she might be really good in the film. Oh, I love her. She's great in Batman and the mm. other films I watched her with her. She's great. But no, she's wasted potential here. <laughs> it's gonna be okay, John. It's gonna be okay. The weirdest <laughs> bit is that at the end, Grindelwald is like, "Join me," and then she takes his hand and then he lets go, and then she points her wand at him. I want to stress that she she fires two shots, maybe maybe just one shot. I think it's two. And then she just stands there and lets him kill her. What is even her point in the narrative? Like, she has this whole thing where she's grappling. She's an interesting character. Zoe Kravitz plays her so well. And she's grappling with this whole thing. There is this kind of maybe love triangle going on. You've got this whole thing where she's killed her brother and she feels guilty about it. All these things that they're exploring. And they kill her just like that. And the film doesn't even really relish in that emotion. It's like, what, what is the point? Like genuinely, what? Why is she even here? If we're just gonna kill her so soon, it could have been so interesting. Oh my god! And then the really, really awkward backstory. It was such a dark backstory about like, he was the guy who had a feather in the hat. Uh, Yusuf Kama. Yeah, Yusuf Kama. Another underwhelming character. Oh my uh, god! Yeah, what is? What does he do? He does nothing. Later, she explains another backstory, and then goodness, like. Who am I? Am I, am I Corvus Lestrange? No, you know, Corvus Lestrange. And then Lita's like, I swapped babies on the ship and then get the annoying one out and then died. Woo! 
on the ship. <laughs> we killed another um, baby, everyone. Let's go. Um, it's so wow. because at one point you'll be having that, and then the next point you've got like jokes. It's so tonally inconsistent, even more so than the first it film. Is. And I want yeah. to point out as well that in the scene, in the next scene, we see Grindelwald show everyone his like his vision of the future. We see the images of World War II, of the Holocaust, of the atomic bomb, and Grindelwald wants to stop this. So are you telling me that the bad guy wants to prevent World War II and we're supposed to be rooting against him? Why would anyone want to stop him from stopping World War II? Exactly. Like, I, he wants exactly. to stop He wants to stop mass genocide. Yeah. What? That's a good thing. I, like, what, that's how, a good what, thing. What? Okay, so, God, this film is awful. Like, giving, like, really bad character motivations. Not, not for Grindelwald, because Grindelwald's motivation is just like really good about like what you want to do, stopping another war against mm. the Muggles. But everything else, like Grindelwald, another underwhelming character. I'm sorry. But yeah, yeah. Yeah, like he's a really good character that I think that throughout the film, you know, like he's really good. But then he's not really there. He's only there for like three or four scenes and that's it. Yeah, it's just like, like, okay, first of all, why does he look like that? I'm sorry, we didn't really talk about it last week, but why does Is he that... look so weird? It's just like... Why? Why, why, in what, in the next one, yeah, right. Like, in in the next one, Mads Mikkelsen just looks like Mads Mikkelsen, and I have to say, the villain doesn't have to look like what he looks like to be terrifying. I don't know why they made him look like that. It was just weird. But I think that his performance is so strange because he spends so much of it whispering at people really close. He's like, "Your real name is Aurelius Dumbledore." I just don't think he's scary i think colin farrell as graves was much more terrifying in the first film and it's it, that's just that's disappointing really it's it's pretty underwhelming you're right and that whole thing i just don't even know like the whole speech that he makes what's the point of it what are you telling us here are you telling us why he's a bad person because all he does is say hey I actually like the Muggles. I want us to live with them. I also want to stop yeah. World War II. And we're not violent. Like, he doesn't actually do any until everyone leaves. So what um, is the point of that whole speech? Can I say something? Go for it. Why is he called Crimes of Grindelwald? <laughs> I don't know. I really Why don't know. Why is it called Crimes of Grindelwald? What did he do exactly? I, well, I mean, he killed people, I guess. Yeah, we don't really see that many crimes, do we? And all the crimes, no. like... His servants do more crimes than he does. Like when they enter the when they enter the the thing and they kill the child, he doesn't kill the child. Some rando kills the child. It just yeah, it's it's definitely a whole thing. This film's this film has so much going on. We also have Newt's brother Theseus, who is not a character. Ah, he's just the there. Ship of Theseus, the ship of Theseus. Do you remember that from <laughs> One Division? Yeah, I remember that. But yeah, like um, he doesn't. Theseus. Like, the scene where they break into the ministry and Newt and Tina take out Theseus. They tie him up in a chair and lock him in a cupboard. And then we don't see him again until he arrives at the graveyard. Does he just stay in the cupboard for like three hours, just in the cupboard? We like will never hey, know. We'll never like, know. Tom. Oh, it's just there's a there's actually an extended cut of this film which adds a couple of scenes in. Yeah, and I have to say there's actually a scene of Theseus and Lita at a ball and it's a great scene i have no idea why they cut it 
Like Wait. it shows them actually having a, a relationship and it shows the wizarding world kind of resenting Lita. And it, it's actually really good. Oh, what? Yeah. Why did they cut it out? I don't know. God, the, the decisions on this film is just horrendous. Like the music and Albus Dumbledore is only the best bits that I could think yeah. about this. I'll tell you what, that like I was genuinely getting chills at the end because the music was that good. I was thinking about how stupid the plot was, but I was getting chills because the music is so like when Queenie walks into the fire, the music is literally also on fire. It goes so hard and I really do love it. And I'm so happy that James Newton Howard didn't ditch the franchise and he's going to continue with the third one because at this point he's like the best part. And he's carrying it. He's carrying yeah. it with his shoulders. His shoulders must be hurting really, right now. Really, those are, those are tired. It, it, at the end, when Nicholas Flamel arrives, it's so, so cool when he comes and there's that little musical sting. I just think it's amazing. And I really don't... <laughs> like, the, like, he puts so much effort in. Yeah, another bit was, like, you just came, like, a lot later into the film. Just, like, at the beginning, we see him the first time, and he just wants over to that little orb, like, predicts oh the future. God, that... Oh, wow, that was such a bad joke. And then he was winning. He was winning, Tom. He was just, like, winning like this and doing just, like, on the spot. And then when he came later, I was like, bloody hell, that took you a long time to get over here. <laughs> He just ran all the way across Paris. Just there, just like, just like all the way across. Like, oh my God. Oh, oh, that's that immortal alchemist. Hey, how you doing? And like, how do you for 300 years? Yeah, he opens a book and he speaks to somebody who's just there. Like, I, I think the person who he speaks to in the book is going to be in the next one. But why is they, oh, just, oh, the ending is so underwhelming. Like them again, yes. the music is great, but... It's just everyone stands there and points their wands at a load of fire. It's like, really? Is this really what we're going to do? Like, is this the best you can come up with? I mean, sure. I guess so. Okay, so the whole bit with Newt and Theseus, their development was weird. It was just hugging. It was just hugging. Hey, we're going to hug now. Yeah, it's just like... That they try to make this whole arc for Newt where he he hasn't chosen a side, and by the end he chooses a side. Like no, he has definitely chosen a side at the beginning because you know he he doesn't like Grindelwald. Like th- that's never in question. But they just kind of decide to make this his arc, and it's just as I said last week, there is no point to continue Newt, Tina, Queenie, or Jacob's stories. Leave it. Just leave it. Like genuinely, if this was a film about. Theseus and Lita, that would be so much more interesting. Yeah, you can keep Credence, you can keep Grindelwald, you can keep Dumbledore, you keep everyone else, but just the fact that it's centered around Newt and those other characters, it just doesn't work. They have no reason to be there. Oh, yeah, Tina, another underwhelming character. She just kind of shows Wait, up who, and is pissed who is, at Newt. Who is even the main character throughout the film? The Niffler. Yeah. Wait, let's talk about that. Like, how well, we did, we did, but Niffler, like, and the Beast. Wait, we, we haven't even talked about the Beast. That's the oh, weird part. It's, I don't, it's Fantastic oh, no. Beasts, Tom. It's Fantastic it's fa- Beasts! It's Fantastic Beasts. Why are they clinging on to this whole Beasts thing? I don't even know. It, there's literally it's no so point. It's so jarring. I forgot about the one character who looks after the Beast, Bunty. Bunty! <laughs> she's going to be in the new one! Why? No! You're kidding yeah. me! No, she's in all the, she's in all the trailers. Ha <laughs> ha! 
No, God, you're kidding so me, bad. right? No, you're I don't even know. What, I don't even know why, man. No. I don't even know. I forgot about Bunty. Wow, what what a great name, Bunty. I don't know why she's just there, just like I'm just gonna help feed all the beasts. And there yeah. was the kelp one. There was the kelp one. Yeah, the kelpie. Yeah, it's kelpie. That whole sequence, like. The idea of it, you know, Newt's got a suitcase and, and then we expand that with the basement. It's a cool idea, but it, it it looks boring and it's just whole, like, it's just there to establish Bunty as a character who is literally, but she's only in that scene. We're just setting her up for the later films. It doesn't make any sense. Also, she has a weird crush on Newt. She's like, hey, why don't you take your shirt off? And it's like, oh, all right. I don't want to oh, see anyone right, take your shirt steady off. on. Steady on. <laughs> so I don't want to see that. Thanks. I want to. No, I, no. I, I want to watch Grimmauld do some crimes. What about the scene with the with the baby nifflers? And and there's that really weird editing choice where one of the nifflers <laughs> is opening a cork and it opens and he like flies past Newt and past the camera in slow motion. Why? Why? <laughs> why? I don't even know I, why. I think. They're trying to sell the Nifflers on merchandise. Oh, one hundred percent, one hundred percent. They are not a doubt in my mind about that. Yeah, that's that's definitely what they're doing. Yeah, I, I just don't understand this film at all. Like, okay, so the whole bit like Grindelwald, that's a great bit. You know, like him explaining about what's gonna happen with the Muggles and mm. with uh, everything that's gonna happen, but like the next war. So yeah, but now the next film is gonna be weird because. Everyone's fighting against the guy who's trying to stop a war. Yeah. Well, he says in the trailers, and this is in every trailer, he says, our war with the Muggles starts today. So wait, he does want to kill Muggles. He does so want to kill Muggles. So the idea is that he was just lying that whole time? So what was the point of... of Maybe. Why, what, like, Maybe, is, yeah. Like, okay. They, re- they, really want, they really want to sell Grindelwald oh. as Wizard Hitler. Right, that's oh, what they're trying oh, to do. Okay. They're just making him Wizard Hitler at this point. Mm. There's, there's uh, also a circus in this film. Oh, who is that woman who turns into a snake? Nagini, Voldemort's snake, but now a woman for some reason. Wait, wait. You know Voldemort's that's... snake from? Yeah, that's Voldemort. That's snake. Voldemort's. Yeah, you you know the one that Neville cuts yeah. her head off. Yeah, remember yeah. that? That's her. Yeah, don't question it, John. Don't question it. Okay, I'm, I'm trying my best not to question it. Okay, this ruins a lot of things now. Uh, like, she's such an underwhelming character. She doesn't... Wait, does she Does she talk? In in Harry Potter? No, I meant in this film. Oh, she has like four lines. Well, what were the four lines? I, I forgot. I don't know. I don't know the script off my heart. Don't you <laughs> well, have... Tom, don't... You're, you're, Wait, you're, don't... The, uh, you're the script no. expert. Like, learning about no. you know, lines from games. But I'm kidding, I'm kidding. Don't, uh, don't, you literally, don't you literally have the screenplay? I hate myself. You have the screenplay, have don't the you? Screenplay. Yeah, have hey, yeah, you do. Yeah, I know you do. No, I think I threw it away. Oh, right, yeah, fair enough. Well, the, okay, so I think that if these films were books, if J.K. Rowling just wrote to like five books and then a professional you know screenplay writer adapted them into films this would be a lot better because these a lot of these scenes would be better you know a scene where people explain their backstories like the final bit of the film in in the, in the tomb that's just prisoner of azkaban it's the same thing but bad <laughs> because it's you haven't 
because what the film Prisoner of Azkaban did is the screenwriters took everything we found out and they made it so much more condensed and so much more dramatic. Whereas this is just people standing in a room listing out things. It's not a good film. No, this is not a really good film. You know, like if you want to watch all the Harry Potter films and then you just go on to Fantastic Beasts and there's five more, like three more. Three more, more. yeah. Um, I really want to know how they're going to do something after the third one. Is it still going to be the war with muggles? Well, I mean, canonically, Dumbledore and Grindelwald have their final duel in 1945. And we're still in in the 20s now. So we've got got another 15 or 20 years uh, before it ends. So they've got a lot of ground to cover. But at the same time, how are they going to stretch this out in other three films? I'm just looking at, like, the title. I just forgot the title was. It's The Secrets of Dumbledore. That's correct, yes. What what, what, what are we exploring? <laughs> I guess because Credence is kind of Dumbledore's brother, maybe. Oh, yeah, at the end he got that phoenix. I was like, oh, yeah, yeah he got that. That horrible CGI phoenix. They used a beautiful animatronic in the original films. They it's did. amazing. And yeah. I know that, like, you can't have the animatronic fly, but even when it's sitting behind Credence, it's just another bit of CGI. Why aren't we, like, crafting proper? Like, so many of the beasts in this don't feel real. They don't feel tangible. Why can't we just make some some animatronics? You've got the budget for it. I, I don't know. Have you been to the Harry Potter studio tour in London? No. Well, it's amazing. And you can see in the creature department all the different, like, props they have used and the animatronics and like the different things that they've used even for cgi you know creatures there's loads of like practical elements involved and i just don't know what i just don't know john i'm <laughs> i i have nothing else to say other than well, this film well, thoroughly well, disappointed this, me i don't know why i continued watching it because we oh. had to we had to for the film. Well, yeah the people. it is it is the film that we're gonna watch in a few weeks when, when's the film coming out uh in two weeks yeah April 8th. Oh, great. Can't wait to torture myself more on watching <laughs> this horrible franchise. Uh, Don't worry, John. It will get better. We got, we got, we got, we got Sonic the Hedgehog coming. So, uh, oh, get yeah. It. That's, that, that, that's, that's enough for me. That's enough to tide me over for the time being. Um, What are you going to give Fantastic Beasts, The Crimes of Grindelwald? I hate everything out of 10. One. I'm going to go two. I think the music's really good. <laughs> Like, that's the best praise. And okay, Jude Law okay. as Dumbledore is also good. I'm going to use it too. Uh, okay, I'm going to go for two because the music. I, I forgot about the music and it's good, Albus it's good Dumbledore. Music. I have the music I... on CD, so boom. <laughs> I don't use this, I don't use my CDs anymore, but I do have it on CD. Wow, you're a real fan. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, I'm a true fan, everyone. Yeah, so two out of ten. Wow. This, um, this was just a mess. Oh, this yeah. was just... I just found out in the box, you know, Total Film, another movie magazine. Yeah. They gave it five stars. They get what? I can do, I can do better than that. When I used to review films on Instagram and you can still find them on our Instagram account. If you just scroll down, uh, I gave it nine out of 10. So who's the real, who's the, who's you, the real monster? You gave here? it nine. I used to love this film. Okay. I was a kid. Did. I didn't know anything. Did. I liked John. I liked Captain Marvel when it came out and Ant-Man and the Wasp oh, and Far From um, Home, the latter of which made me my least favourite Marvel film How ever. did you love those films in that year? I, I don't know. 
Well, I, don't I was watching know. and I was like in pain because I didn't want to tell you anything because you would be like, hey, no, 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 it's a massive music. <laughs> no, no, no. Well, <laughs> let's let's not forget you saying that Avengers Endgame is the greatest oh, film ever okay, made. Okay, okay. We've all got Listen. demons, John. Oh, <laughs> I can play that game no. too. Oh, okay. Yeah. I wish there was some really good films that they put work into, but no. Well, it's just... well, John, there are some great films coming because next week, we're doing Morbius, baby. Jared Letters, Morbius. Now that is cinema <laughs> of the highest order. Thank you, everyone, for listening. If you enjoyed it, give it a thumbs up because, you know, we've gone through pain to bring you this content. Uh, and subscribe if you want to see more. We did do uh, Fantasy Beasts and Where to Find Them a couple of weeks ago. And uh, obviously next week's Morbius, but the week after that, we will do Fantasy Beasts, Secrets of Dumbledore. Will it fix the franchise? Probably not, but optimism. No. Optimism is key. Um, yes. So... And yeah, if you want to get followers, you can follow us on Twitter or Instagram at AskTimeFilmPod. Or give us an email, ask us any questions. Or just tell us your thoughts on Crimes of Grindelwald. Uh, or ask us about Crimes of Grindelwald or indeed anything. And you can email us at AskTimeFilmPod at gmail.com. Thank you for listening, everyone. We've been through pain. Somehow this is worse than Star Wars. Why is Skywalker? Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. By a, a thousand percent. Like, by a thousand I could, percent. Like, I can laugh at Rise of Skywalker. I cannot laugh yeah, at same. Crimes of Grindelwald. I try to laugh. Yeah, that, I don't. Yeah, Rise of Skywalker is a comedy. Skywalker is a comedy. 10 out of 10 comedy. Yes. Thank you for listening. Please stay safe and um, have a great day. Yeah, have a great day. Don't watch Crimes of Grindelwald. No, no, no. That is like a horrible way to start your day watching Crimes of Grindelwald. Take what you're given. Give nothing back. Goodbye. Goodbye.